Welcome to the Hyper Guide Motivational Podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. I have an amazing guest with me today. Um, he's an Instagram famous. So um, this, is how I, this is how I learned about this wonderful man, Rick Loma. Rick, thank you for being here today. Rick is an entrepreneur, a very successful entrepreneur, and he's created this amazing life for himself. And he's going to get into this. I'm so jealous of him. Um, <laughs> I admire you. I admire you. Um, he has he he's an expert in marketing, public relations, advertising, mass communication. He's a math guy, so he's into macro uh, economics. I'm, that's really great on your end. I'm not great on math, so hey. Um, and he has a groundbreaking and an amazing Instagram, Black and Brown Success. He's going to talk about how he got there. And thank you so much for being here. And I, he even told me before the start that he's a podcaster. I know I had no idea that he. Had no, a I was a podcaster. I know that you were a podcaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rick, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, so can you tell me, like, where you were born and raised? Tell me a little bit about yourself because we're going to, like, get into how you became so successful and, like, kind of, like, follow your your path. Oh, yeah. Well, so first off, I'm from Cameroon. Yeah, I went to Cameroon. Uh, I came to America when I was about four years old. And, um, you know, my mother's an entrepreneur. Um, so that kind of like she instilled that into me when I was really young. Um, she always had me like made sure that I was thinking about ideas of what I was going to do um, on my own, um, separate from a job. And so, yeah, by the time I was 18, before that, I was always brainstorming of what I wanted to do. Um, and so how this how the Instagram page came up, like I told you before, I actually started on Twitter. So it was during 2020, during um, all of the protests and um, everything. It was a little bit, actually, actually, it was a little bit before all the protests. It was a little bit before the whole George Floyd situation. Um, and even then, I was just seeing so much negativity on my timeline. Um, every time I was scrolling, there was somebody getting shot. It was somebody um, getting beat on, somebody missing, this, this, this. Oh man, I just I just got tired of it, honestly. Like, yes, it's important that we see those things, but it's also so many other great things that are happening in the world. Um, and what what you put in your mind is what you become. So if all day long you're just seeing negativity, how can you live a positive life? You feel me? So one day I was just laying in my bed. I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna create a page and I'm just gonna post positive content um, about black and black and brown communities. And so yeah, I started on on um, I started on Twitter. The first name was Minority Icons, I believe. Um, yeah, so I started on Twitter. I was working on that. And then it was my mom who said to, like, branch out to, like, Facebook and stuff. Facebook, Instagram, and, like, other things. And so I did that. Um, and you got to know when to take advice and not and when to not take advice. Yeah, so, I'm going like, I'm I'm to get into that because you're, like, a really amazing entrepreneur. Because yeah. um, you were going to school at the same time, but yeah, was. but but what's amazing to me is that you have a very entrepreneurial mind. I can tell, and yeah. so you were thinking of all these different strategies on how to get positive images of people out there. Because you, like you said, you saw the negative stuff. So how did like how did you know what avenue to choose in terms of? You know instagram versus twitter i mean what how did how did you develop that those ideas um so i i started off on twitter because i used twitter the most at that time um i actually stopped using twitter 
completely. Um, but yeah, at that time, that's what I was just most familiar with. So I used that. Um, and like I said, my mom said to branch out to Instagram and Facebook. Um, and to me, that's always like Facebook, especially has always been like the older um, de demographic. Um, Instagram is a little younger. And now, you know, TikTok, that was when TikTok was coming about. It wasn't as big as it is now. And so, so yeah, so I started, I started an Instagram page, I started a Facebook page. Um, but then that's when I realized that Instagram, like I just, I just figured out the algorithm easily on there. I figured out how to work on it. And, the, and, and there was, um, there was also somebody else who was doing something similar to what I was doing. His name, oh, what's his name? Quadrell Jones. I forgot his YouTube name, but his name is Quadrell Jones. And so like he, he was just teaching how to, you know, grow your page on Instagram. And so I took all his advice. Um, I even bought his course and I, I applied all of it. Um, and then, like I said, you've got to know when to take advice and not when to take advice. But my mom was like, you should, you should focus more on Facebook, focus more, focus more on Facebook. And I was like, nah, actually, Instagram is the way, you know what I mean? Um, so, so yeah, yeah. So how did you start growing in, in well, a couple of days? How did you start growing your followers from one? And and I, you know, I meant to mention this. You have almost 250,000 followers on Instagram, which is crazy. Um, it's it's amazing. It's an amazing attribute to yourself. Um, how did you like put the word out there to people? What you were doing? Were you doing? Are you are you doing uh, TikTok at all? How did that? Oh, yeah. Genesis of like that. Yeah, so I do TikTok now, but um, I wasn't back then. So basically, like I said, I started on Twitter. Um, and at first, I was just posting content and wasn't getting any traction. But, you know, I'm, I was looking and reviewing like all of my, um, my posts and stuff. And I realized, you know, posts with celebrities perform better. So I'm like, okay, I want, I want to, you know, give small entrepreneurs and give um these unknown names a platform but i really don't even have a platform to put them on yet so let me just post positive content about celebrities first you know people that people didn't know that when when um when you see lebron james face while you're scrolling you're gonna stop just because you know it's lebron james you know um so that's what i was doing uh, i would post positive content about celebrities um some some history um, things of that nature, and that that helped me out a lot. And then also, I started uh, using hashtags on Instagram, and hashtags is what really took me over. And then I figured out that engagement is a key. So anybody who would like my posts, share my posts, follow whatever, I always DM them. I don't do that now. Um, but I, I would always DM them, thank them, um, ask them to follow me, follow them, like their like their pictures, comment on their pictures, things like that, things like that, and that's how I grew my page. So this, I know this is going to be the big hard question. How do you find these businesses, Rick? Like one of the things that really drew me to yours was to to your IG account was was a couple things. Um, one is the positive message. Yeah. It was like every time I looked at it, it was so positive. That really drew me to you. Um, but the other thing was the amazing stories you had on there. 
How do you go about finding these businesses? Like, how did that start? And then I, are people contacting you now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll give a few of uh, the sources I give. I, I get a lot of content from um, Afrotech. Uh, Afrotech, they also have social media, um, and they, but they, they release articles. And I go to the articles and, you know, I choose which ones um, are in alignment with my, my brand. So Afrotech blackbusiness.com um because because of them we can that's one um and it's, it's a few other ones i can't think of right now but yeah so i have a few um what is it like websites that post articles about uh, black businesses and um and things that go on go on in the black community and so i pick out the positive content from that and then, and then also, like I said, as I was growing, now I'm to the point where half of my content is probably just people who like um, contact me to either promote a business or just to like, um, or just to feature themselves. You know, graduating their their daughter graduated. They want to they want them to be you know shouted out and stuff like that. So I guess let me ask you this: is a question I have for you. How do you vet them? I'm sure Rick, you have some people that. You have to be careful that yeah. maybe this is not a legitimate business or yeah. they might be trying to manipulate you. How do you determine and how do you choose who you're going to use? Do you do some kind of vetting or a background on them? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's still tough. It's still tough. There's just some posts I've made where I had to delete because I found out something, you know, afterwards that, oh, that's not true. Or, um, or, uh, maybe the headline that I put it wasn't completely accurate in that nature. So I'm I'm still learning myself, honestly. Um, there's 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 certain times when you know a post where a page I can just tell is like a little iffy, and I'm just not gonna mess with them. Um, or uh, yeah, that that's pretty much it. What advice would you give somebody? Um, if they want it, like, I guess, I guess the question is you must see, because you're an entrepreneur, you must see patterns of, of, of what kind of things cause somebody to fail in a business. Can you articulate some of the uh, pitfalls that people have to be careful of when they're going to start a business? And then I'm going to ask you after that, what are some of the things that you suggestion wise? that are positive attributes of a business, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it always comes down to execution. Um, it, and execution in many layers, execution in your, your learning, um, execution in your plan, you know. Uh, in terms of learning, you need to be learning the right things towards your business. So especially like when it comes to like school we've been we've been taught to just learn just information that that's what matters um but no you need to learn specific applicable information towards your skill that's can that can make you a master in your skill like i said instagram i focus on instagram at one point i was only posting on instagram now i'm posting on tiktok um but like i got it now now i almost i can know if a post is going to go viral or not Simply because I've, simply because of the repetition, um, the knowledge that I've gained, the experience, the execution of constantly, constantly, constantly doing the right things, um, and then also self-evaluation and self-awareness. Uh, 
like you need to know your strengths. I already knew. I've always been um, uh, a writer. You know, um, I've gotten like awards in school for writing and things of that nature. And so, writing stories on people is, is simple. It's, it's secondhand to me. But my mom, she's a fashion designer. Uh, I'm not. That's not my skill set. So if I started a, like I did start, I did start a clothing brand. But if I started like a like a nice high end fashion clothing brand, like. Nah, that's just not me, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you have to be self-aware of what your skills are, how good you are, um, and you have to be self-aware of are you actually executing. What What's, like, the biggest mistake, if I had to ask you, Rick, what's the biggest mistake businesses? Because you, you profile a lot of businesses, and I'm sure you interact with a lot of entrepreneurs as well. What are the big – what's, like, the biggest mistake that you see people – doing business um that hurts them from being successful um one thing marketing wise is advertising instead of um instead of telling a story a lot of people try and you know advertise on my page and they'll be like this product is twenty dollars off that's that's not no We, we live in a day and age where Every time you're scrolling, you're seeing advertisement, advertising. People are sick of that. You know what I mean? But if you tell the story behind why you started the product, you know what I mean? Why, why you started the business, what your mission is, that's how you actually promote. And that's how you actually advertise. Don't don't advertise a T-shirt brand saying that, hey, look at this T-shirt. This is, you know, it's comfy and stuff like that. Advertise it in terms of what, why the person should wear it, why, why you wore it, why you started it. What's the importance of it? What's the benefit of it? You know what I mean? This is going to be a tough question for you here. <laughs> uh, who are your heroes and people you look up to in terms of business? Like you role model yourself after. Um, I know that you probably have other goals. And I'm going to ask you what those goals are. But yeah. who are some of the people that you look up to? Okay, yeah. So I have a lot. Um. And everything, everything always relates to relates back to business. So even if it's not, even if um, I have somebody who I look up to, and they're not even an entrepreneur, but it still affects me business wise. Does that make sense? So first, my mother, of course, like I told you, she she's the one who put me on the path of entrepreneurship. I don't know if you know if if I didn't have a mother who was an entrepreneur, maybe I maybe I wouldn't be an entrepreneur. Um, so yeah, that's first her because, you know, she, she laid down the foundation. Second. Oh, you got, Hey, mama, moms always have to be first brother. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to dads, but yeah. Um, second, my grandma, just because, uh, so I've lived with my grandma since I was sixth grade, I believe. Um, she's just a boss. Like she's just, she just get, gets stuff done. Um, yeah, she's. She's just she's done a lot of big things where a, a lot of other people um couldn't be able to do that. So yeah, my mom and my grandma. Then um during the time where I was starting my uh, my Instagram page, I was paying attention a lot to Nipsey Hustle. Nipsey Hustle. I was watching a lot of uh Jay-Z interviews. Um who else? 
I have a lot. Like I said, I take so much from a lot of people. Yeah, those are the top two. Kobe. Um, yeah, that's who comes to comes to mind right now. Rick, how do you how do you have such a good? You have a very good way about you. How do you have such a good positive attitude about life? Like, you're just you're a very happy person. Yeah. And what do you think that came from? Like, how do you stay driven? I mean, are there times where you're ever down, and how do you stay focused and driven and stay up like you are? Oh yeah, there's lots of times where I'm down. There's lots of times where I have low energy. Um, I just, I've just always had a, a "is what it is" mindset. Like, uh, like I don't really know. I don't really know how to give advice on it. Besides, one, one thing that I feel like has always helped me is I take accountability. I take accountability for my life. I'm, I'm the reason why I'm happy. I am the reason why I'm sad. You know what I mean? I am the reason why I'm anxious. I'm the reason if I'm depressed, I'm the reason. You know what I mean? And when you when you take accountability for that, that's how you you can fix it. If it's not you, then you can't fix it. You know what I mean? If it's just, oh, woe is life, woe is me. How can you ever improve your situation if it's out of your hands? You know what I mean? Um, so so that that's one thing that I feel like really kind of separates me from most people where is if I have a bad day, like I, at the end of the day, I reflect on what I did to make myself bad, to what I thought of that made it bad. And, um, and like I said, whatever you consume is what you become. If you consume negative media all the time, what, that's what you're going to become. If you're sitting down watching Fox, CNN all day long and, and watching the Israel thing all day long, you're going to be sad. Like, it's, like there's no way that it's not possible. You feel me? Um, so yeah, so one is just taking control of your, like knowing that you are in control and then two, surrounding yourself with positivity. I always read, um, read positive books, read books on how to grow my mindset. Um, I always, always, I listen to a lot of positive music. Really recently, I literally just cut out, um, all negative rap music. I like rock music too. I cut out all negative rock music. Like all I listen to now is pretty much gospel, um, some Afrobeats, just positive, just positive stuff. You know that just uplifts me and makes me feel good. It makes me focus on the positive. What are your long? What I, well, I'm going to ask you this first. What is your short term goal and then your long term goals? So my short term goal right now is actually uh, I want to buy a home next next year i want to buy a home next year um and and then also um so a big part of my life is i'm a trader i trade i trade socks and indices to be exact if anybody knows what indices are um so yeah so one of my big goals is to make six figures in a year from trading and then, um, yeah, so buy a home and make six figures in a year. Those are my short term that I want to hit next year. And and what about your long-term goals? Are you going to continue your brand? Your Instagram bank is blowing up. Yeah. Um, is that one of your goals long-term? Is that something that you want to continue doing? Are you going to expand it? Yeah, so um, um, I'm 
I want to switch. I'm still going to do Instagram, but I'm going to be honest with people. If people don't know this, Instagram is dying. Instagram, Facebook is dying. TikTok is killing it. It was Instagram. It was already dying before Instagram, before TikTok blew up. But now TikTok is really just, you know what I mean? So um, I want to grow my brand on TikTok. Right now, I think I'm on like 5,000 followers or something like that. Um, so yeah, I want to I want to continue to ele elevate there. Long long term, I have a lot of long term. <laughs> I want to retire my grandmother. Uh, I want to be able to fund my mom's businesses. You know, um, I want to be able to go back to my country and help uplift my country, um, make my country a, a um, travel destination for the world. Just how Jamaica is just how um, Ghana has become, South Africa has become. I want Cameroon to be a place where people go and, hey, I'm about to go for the summer to Cameroon. You know what I mean? Well, now that you open that up, Rick, so tell me what, what's, uh, what, tell me all the amazing things about Cameroon that we need to know. <laughs> first thing first is the food. Um, we have a great variety of food. Oh, I actually just went to Cameroon a couple months ago. And um, just the, is one of the most diverse places in terms of ethnicity. We have one of the most ethnicities in one country in the whole entire world. Um, so you can, you just, you see a range of food, you see a range of music, you see a range of culture, you see a range of people. Um, and it, it's just, it's just beautiful. <laughs> How are the beaches? The beaches are nice. Yeah, I actually went to, um, we have a city called Kribi. And I went there, um, and we, we we had a, we had a blast. <laughs> so, um, so let me ask you this: uh, You were saying I'm gonna just uh, follow up on us, and we'll wrap up pretty quick. Um, you said, "Why is why do you, in your view, why is Instagram dying?" Um, just the way that one day TikTok is gonna die. Um, new generation, the new generation doesn't want to be with the old generation. You know what I mean? Like I said, like I said, my view of Facebook, remember I said that's the older generation. You know what I mean? New kids don't want to be where the old people are. <laughs> as simple as that. So there's going to be in 2030 or whatever, 2040, there's going to be something new that the kids then are using. And we're still stuck on whatever we're using right now. And they're like, yeah, we're not, we're not messing with that. So that's, that's one thing with Instagram. Um, also, just the form of content has changed. Um, you know, like TikTok, like changed the game with the whole videos and, and editing and all of that. And and Instagram has you know duplicated it with, uh, replicated it with um, with reels. But it's it's just like I said, it's just it's just not the same. It's like it's like having Nike and then having a company that come out with something like Nike. You know. So do you think there's always going to be a platform like an Instagram? It's just going to evolve and have the names going to change. And they, it looks like they might be little small tweaks. But what you're saying is that uh, general, uh, generally, uh, that basically is going to change by generation. That yeah, Basically that uh, the new generation might change just because they don't want to be on the old platforms and they just want to try something new. Not necessarily because it's not good yeah. or, or, it's, or it's critical in terms of the content it gives you. But it's just because it's just a new, it's new. Yeah, like it's even me, um, even me, my um, 
my following, I look at the demographics and over 30% of it is, um, I think 32 and older. Um, and that's a big majority of people. Um, and if you go back 10 years ago, it was not like that. It would be mostly young people, you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be the same thing that happens to TikTok. Uh, but but TikTok is a little different though, just because it's a search engine at the same time. Um, so just like, you know, Google and YouTube, they're search engines. Like people go there to search and research and look up things. TikTok, TikTok is putting YouTube in danger <laughs> and Google in danger. Wow. And I, 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 I didn't realize it, but that makes sense to me now, Rick. So that's why maybe you have so many people worried about. Yeah, that's that, that's why you see the legislation against TikTok. It's not because TikTok is dangerous. It's because TikTok is taking the business from American businesses. Wow, interesting, interesting. I, I that's really good insight on your part. So, somebody can do like a, a, a TikTok search on like a topic. Yeah, and that's that's what I do most of the time. I just I I fixed my sink today, my, my sink and my grandma's sink, because um, it was clogged. Where did I go? I didn't go on Google. I didn't go on YouTube. I went on TikTok because it was going to show me a quick thirty second video, get straight to the point, and it would be and. It's better than Google because I don't have to read an article and I could just see somebody actually doing it. It's better than YouTube because YouTube is probably going to be a five-minute video where TikTok can get it done in 30, 30 seconds. So so let me ask you something, Rick, because it sounds like you. I, I know I can ask other people with this question and they have uh, quite a bit of information to give me as well. But in your perspective, how closely do these analytics follow everybody? Like, What do you mean by that? You know how you say uh, – some people always they they bring up TikTok that you know people can be spying on you or whatever. Yeah. How much information does analytics really give? Do you know? Because oh, you everything. everything, everything. So so it's like this. Um, if me and you are hanging out together, because our phones are close to each other, they're gonna say, okay, these two people are sim uh, are similar. They're they're like minded. So let's show Rick a little bit of what Martin, 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 right? Martin is showing, and let's show Martin a little bit of what Rick sees, and let's see if they like it. Yeah, that like that's how that's how deep it goes. See, I I never knew that that if yeah. you're next to another person, that it would actually pick that kind of stuff up. Yeah, and then, and then that's why when people would be like, oh, they're listening. We we've had this conversation. It's mostly not even because y'all had the conversation. It's because the person that you were talking to, they probably looked up what you guys were talking about before. And so now that's why it's popped up on your page and things of that nature. Wow. I bet you've learned a lot about probably more than you wanted about <laughs> social media and what, what it can do, right? Yeah, man. Well, I, I have to tell you, so if, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? And, um, you know, how can they follow you? And please give me all your, your IG handles and your TikTok handles. And how can they follow your positive vibe? You got a lot of good stuff going on, brother. Yeah, so my Instagram page is Black and Brown Success. Um, and my TikTok is Success is Us. That's it. Um, I don't have, I don't have, I have a personal Instagram, but I don't use it. How about how about do you have an email or anything that anybody can if they wanted to contact you for oh oh yeah you can you, you can contact black and brown success at gmail.com hey man rick thank you so much for taking your time i i feel like 
I had you on 30 minutes, but I've learned so much in 30 minutes. And, <laughs> and uh, I guess I'll be seeing you in, in Cameroon sometime soon. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got to come stop by. We'll stay in contact. And thank you for everything you do. Thank you for your positive message. You know, you're always super upbeat. And, and uh, I think uh, it's great to have people like you out there pushing a positive vibe. Um, there's so much negative stuff going on in the community. It's yeah. great to have positive people like you that are changing that narrative, brother. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, it's my pleasure, man. We'll stay in contact, and thank you for everything and fight on. Till next time, everybody, thank you and keep learning.